All right, welcome to another episode of CineQuest <laughs> Video, episode number 88, where we're going to be talking about the movie Real Genius from 1985. A very good year for movies that year, 1985. So it's, a, it's a good year to be born. Why not? Oh, yeah, you were born in 1985, Roland. Yeah. Daniel, you were 86, 87? 86. Mm. I just realized that uh, I was one year shy of uh, making it to Gen X. Oh, right. <laughs> they were like up to 1981. I mean, right it would have, honestly, Ray, uh, I, I, I can't really speak for us. It just sucks to be, you know, part of the millennials in, in the, you know, as, as a default. But I'd, I'd, I'd say Gen X probably fits you a little better because, you know, aren't they the, uh, the who gives a fuck whatever generation kind of thing? I guess. I don't know. Like, that's what I read. Which, what, uh, uh, which generation Gen commits suicide the most? I mean, well, <laughs> them, right? Aren't they like the yes. it's, it's the apathetic generation or whatever? They don't, they're not supposed to give a shit about shit, which is. Well, you see, so. Gen X still mostly got the benefits of, you know, before all the rules changed and like minimum wage couldn't have like actually afford you a house and stuff. Yeah. Like they were like right <laughs> on the cusp. So, like, they don't give a shit about anyone else's problems. They're set. You know? <laughs> I mean, they had, yeah, they had the. And Ray, Late just being one year off, you could have had all of that yourself. I could have. All that Pizza Hut money could have got me a nice little mansion. <laughs> Shit, imagine. Uh, uh, <laughs> owning uh, 20% shares of Pizza Hut stock. Man, and I could have I'd been store manager by now. Shit. I'd buy myself an island and, and uh, like, name it Papa John's or something. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so uh, Real Genius, guys, uh when, did you all see this when you were younger, or like is this more yeah. recent for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, it was one of those USA fucking TNT movies, or I think it was supposed to USA to me. I, yeah, I can't quite. Remember. I would say so. Maybe yeah. TBS. Uh, that I would see every so often, um, and not really understand a whole lot because I was a kid. But I thought I always liked Val Kilmer because he's fucking cool <clears> shit. Well, yeah, I, I knew um, him from Top Gun because I'd seen Top Gun first. So right. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, I think I didn't really pay much attention to it until I watched it hanging out with, uh, like you and Jamie or something. I remember Jamie of all, I think it was Jamie of all people that was kind of like, oh, oh, this is great and shit. And I, I wasn't sure if he was like. Like bullshitting you know. the whole time? Well, like, yeah, either bullshitting me or just like, uh, he wanted to be part of the Ray group or whatever. And like. <laughs> Man, that's, that's trying really hard just to say he likes real yeah. genius to get on my good side. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, dude. I I guess. I mean, you know, you know, you. Roland. Uh, I every time I saw this, probably like, well, the times that I would watch it when I was like in middle school, high school, I yeah. always thought in my mind that SciTech was like this place. So it's funny you say that because. <laughs> I, I was thinking about how, like... Uh, I, w I always thought I would never make it there. I was like, man, I'm too dumb to be in that school. So, like, there's I, no I was, way. Actually, oh, man, I that. know for a fact now that I was I am too dumb to have made it at SciTech because talking to Jamie with all the fucking math and various, like, projects and stuff, like, they had to do, I was like, um... <laughs> Maybe I could have made it at med high. <laughs> I mean, I never... I didn't think about it that I, way, but, yeah. I can't do... Like, I can't do, you know... Most simple-ish types of math. When you know? uh, when I watch this movie, much less fucking calculus and bullshit like yeah. that. Like, get <laughs> um, fucked. Yeah, 
the last time I watched this movie uh, here, actually, it did instead of making me think of college. It, yeah, it made me think of high school. <laughs> um, because I well, was like, were huh. you, uh, were right, you uh, we Mitch there? Was I a Mitch? <laughs> nope. Which was your science project? Was your little, you know? Uh, I had a project. Nah, like Roland, Roland was Kent. Roland was fucking Kent. I mean, I'm sorry. It's oh, a long time. Awesome. Oh, Roland been, was fucking Kent, great. you know? Uh, no, I, uh, I, I was just remembering a lot of the projects and shit that people would do. I remember a biology teacher. They basically made, like, a pontoon uh, there in uh, class. It was like a student project. And um, they tested it in the canal that was right behind the school. <laughs> and they'd also go fishing out there and stuff. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of projects and shit like that. Uh, Is that how Scitech saved on, like, some money for, like, the sections in bio to send out to fucking nerds to go fish? <laughs> and then they bring those in and so see what canal was, trash is uh, in them. There was well, a, had Jamie a, an aquarium. A condom in this one. <laughs> there was an aquarium there in the biology, uh, one of the biology rooms that was, that did have fish from the canal back there that they kept and just, I don't know what the fuck they did with them, but they were there. <laughs> it's just funny. Because, yeah, they're swimming around in, like, in mud water and stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, our senior year, everybody had to have a project. Like, you either improved upon some kind of design or invented something. Uh, they called it, well, it was like an R&D was what everybody called the class, but it had a different name. You didn't have to pass the class to graduate, but you had to fucking take the goddamn thing as a senior. I I I know because I tried to get out of it because I thought it was bullshit, <laughs> and like I ended up with the shittiest, most dick ballish teacher in the whole school, and these were his words. He's like, "Hey, I'm the bastard of SciTech," and we're like, "Nice to meet you." Like, what the fuck is this? Um, and uh, yeah, like I had a project, uh, but I couldn't um, I couldn't get any funding. Everyone I tried to contact would like wouldn't return my calls or anything. You have to get, fun you have to get funding for this project. Well, like it depends on the on the on the scope of the fucking project, dude. Um, some people, one 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 girl well, was trying to improve on the scam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> one girl made a like an improved uh, garage door, automatic garage door opener. So basically, she just sort of like doubled the range or tripled the range of it, and just like in Pete and Pete, man, they already did it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's probably where she. I knew she fucking got that from somewhere. Um, I had a friend who tried to make like uh, better uh, noise dampening panels to put on the insides of your computer cases and stuff to just tamp down on noise. Uh, I don't, I don't remember what the fuck my brother did though. Actually, funnily enough, uh, I have, I don't, I don't remember at all. Why do I feel um, like? Why do I feel like Orly got out of it or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't I, think. I, he I did. think. I did, think Orly would have designed something like really macho. But he would like improved on like the, um, like professional arm wrestling like little stand things they the use tables. like yeah <laughs> you have one like, like ratchet you like, in the place or whatever like that or whatever um, or more comfortable grip on the left side where you're like fucking yeah <laughs> well on the right or these left handed so. change the angle a little yeah. bit so he'd make it just to fuck everyone else over well he'd figure a way that. to make it ambidextrous you could like just like <laughs> you could like move it around the table That's yeah funny, um like on a lazy susan the some, some teachers <laughs> some teachers would pass people out projects and stuff or like they'd have ideas that they would work with you with and this guy did not do shit uh any of that also oh, is just, that how your uh, school was like uh Whatever mm -hmm. little bullshit university they were in, the in uh, real genius where Caltech, you know, yeah, <laughs> they were was fucking Caltech. Caltech. Or, 
or at least that's where the dorms were. And <laughs> apparently the they had some. No, like it that. says it, it's a it was a place similar to Caltech. Said so they had people like students that were consulting. It was, it was it was it uh, was the Pacific Technical University. Oh, it's based on Caltech. It's based on Caltech. But yeah. the Caltech students did serve as consultants and played as extras. Apparently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I. I couldn't. So I couldn't get funding for my project because it was just. It was basically like the same thing. Like I, well, it was fucking radar stuff. I ended up like getting interested into it since high school, and not really know what the fuck was going on. I would wanted to make. Uh, Something that put out a frequency for air, airplane uh, landing landing strip zones and stuff because they have a lot of problems with birds and shit. And so, like, you know, how they destroyed uh, a lot of planes and stuff. And that's when I found out how they test uh, the engines and the the uh, um, integrity of the fucking cockpit uh, right, stuff by fire firing chickens at them, man. Yeah, frozen turkeys and giant chickens <laughs> and shit. They just launch them into the fucking thing and... And it's supposed to survive or, you know, it's you know, uh, the, the fucking engines and stuff. And I just thought it was cool. And then they made the Mythbusters episode about that shit later on. I was like, okay, good. But yeah, like um, I wanted to try to do something on those lines, uh, but I couldn't get anybody to like. I was I had I contacted the FAA. I like called around construction companies or anyone to see because I I didn't know what kind what of. Were you effects. doing like writing letters to like people <laughs> yeah. that you could? It'd be impossible anyway to get funding. Yeah, exactly. Like, Social Security <laughs> Administration. I told like, I told the guy the fucking idea, and he's like, "That's a cool idea." And that's it. And I was like, that's it? Like, nothing? You don't have any suggestions? Nothing. I'm like, well, fuck you, man. Well, he's okay. just a postman. What is he supposed to do? I don't know. Uh, I was uh, fucking, like, 17 or something. I didn't know. what. Th- I, I mean, I spent most of my time just sneaking alcohol in the fucking uh, homeroom or whatever during lunch or something. I don't know. Like. I don't even know where I came up with that idea. It was pretty far out of fucking left field for well, me. Well, if the you time. were drinking at school, maybe that would. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. But fuck, I'm just figure radar out. This shit's it was, easy. It was sipping. Uh, so yeah, like um, this movie did remind me uh, a bit of high school because there were a lot of weirdos like that running around. There, there were even fucking bullies like Kent. <laughs> it was so weird, man, to like fucking see. Like angry ass nerds that are just like, just ugh. yeah, all of that shit. So weird. Um, uh, I just quick reference to Kent, and I'll put a picture up of Kent so people can actually see what he looks like. Um, he's actually the movie. If you've seen the movie Bachelor Party, he's like the fiance, like the real rich, white, blonde haired uh, stud in Bachelor Party. That's like the antithesis to Tom Hanks's character, right? Uh-huh. But in this one, he's like, you just put glasses on the guy, and he switches to like angry nerd yeah. immediately. And the, the, those are some big ass glasses too. They're fucking the real Coke bottle glass bottoms or whatever. And, uh, and then well, he's it was got also fucked up the teeth fucking eighties, you know? Yeah. Well, right. ju- jumping into our quick uh, quote, no, I just meant that he's blind as from fuck. Uh, Val Kilmer uh, whenever he says. Um, he talks about Kent whenever they're like skating in the fucking uh, dorm oh, there. Oh yeah, right. And he's Maybe. like, he goes, "What's all this supposed to be?" And he's like, "This is ice. This is what happens to water when it gets too cold." He goes, "This is Kent. This is what happens to people when they get too sexually frustrated." Like, yeah, he's pointing. He points at Kent. This is Kent. This is what happens to people. Yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's, um, it's a it's a fun. There are a lot of line. good lines in this yeah. uh, in this movie. I. Should have written some down, but um, but yeah, yeah and I just want to point out that at the top that 
as Jill and I watched this last night, we were kept on looking at, you know, the uh, professor and going like, who the fuck is that? And an IMDb later, after watching the movie, or maybe it was sometime during the movie, but dude, he's uh, the play also played the scientist that kind of goes off the reservation in Biodome. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, goes all he crazy also played <laughs> uh, fucking Walter Peck and fucking the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. And he's also like the asshole reporter in Die Hard or something. So, oh, yeah, uh, yes, he's all right. like, yeah. and then the, the guy, and isn't, uh, isn't he also, hold on, no, see. I was thinking of somebody else. I was thinking for some reason of the guy from fucking first Ghostbusters, but no, that's not. Well, real quick, um, again, as we are talking about real genius, let's go to the cast. We have Val Kilmer as Chris Knight. Uh, we have Gabriel Jarrett as Mitch Taylor, which is, uh, I never saw him in too many movies after that. I think the one time I spotted him and I had to like pause it a few times was to never, in, in Karate Kid 3, like there's a guy mm-hmm. that's like kind of bullying Daniel at the club, which is weird because like they're at the club. And yeah. Daniel, this is when he had joined Co- Cobra Kai and he fucking punches the guy in the fucking face. Like that's the guy that plays Mitch. Oh, no shit. <laughs> Apparently like that's like the, his one small role. He gets his ass kicked by Daniel like fucking <laughs> in uh, Karate Kid 3. So they could bring him back from in Cobra Kai. That's yeah, right. He's just he's, he's been holding a grudge for fucking years already just because he got knocked out one time. He's been training under Terry Silver that whole time. Yeah. <laughs> um, Michelle Marinick, uh, she plays Jordan. I don't, I haven't, don't recall her from anything else. Uh, I, 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 that's the, the girl that keeps walking around in like overalls or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing with the all the goopy interest. gadgets, like the rebreather at the party. I first saw shit. her and I thought, I thought it was someone else. Um, I thought it was, uh, what's her name? Is it Selma Blair from the girl from Hellboy? She you thought it was Selma Blair? Blair? Really? Dude. Well, I well mean, the face, like a little kinda, bit. She kind of has looked like her a little bit. Kind of yeah. threw me off. She kind of reminded me of the chick from Galaxy Quest. The one alien. <laughs> I mean, okay. The just the hair. There. Yeah. yeah. It just made me laugh. It was like, I just thought it was the Alice watching this movie. So that, yeah. was, that was pleasant. Um, let me see who else. We talked about, what was the guy's name? Uh, Will Atherton? Hathaway. Professor Hathaway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, William, William Atherton. Atherton. Yeah. yeah. I'll put, like I said, put pictures up of these people so people know who we're talking about. Sure. Um, who Ooh, else was uh, memorable in this? I don't uh, know. Dude, I know like none of the people in this yeah. movie apart from Kilmer and Atherton. Is, uh, yeah. What about the guy that plays Hollyfield? Oh, oh yeah, John that Green. guy. He's the werewolf from uh, Monster Squad. Roland. He's also uh, the yeah. He also the right guy that, that comes out in Napoleon Dynamite as the, the uncle. Mm-hmm. He's that guy too. Oh shit. I thought I'd seen him. Uh, what's his name here? Laszlo Hollyfeld, the guy in the closet. The shutty. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking Laszlo. John Grise, yeah. Crazy guy. Um, who ends up with the best ending or whatever best like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> resolution and saves saves the story and all this kind of crap. Saves yeah, the story, gets which, the girl. Yeah. Gets rich basically, like <laughs> after years of seclusion. Or being a recluse, you know. I mean, he gets the girl, but I—I I mean, that 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 chick is kind of thirsting mostly just for. Oh yeah. Well, she just wants number guys. one. Like she wants yeah, the exactly. number one brain that's is. It. She wants the that's, one number one nerd, you know. That's it. She was. Uh, I guess we'll, we can we can get to that later, but. 
So, oh, hey, he was what in is the Pretender, this movie about? dude. That's where I think I recognize him from. From who? He was in uh, uh, the Laszlo. He was in the Pretender. He played a uh, Brutes. I think is the name of the character. I don't think I've seen that movie. No, no, Pretender, the TV series, dude. I've never seen that show. <laughs> no shit. No. Oh wow. I remember I thought, being uh, like on USA or some shit. Uh, yeah, it was USA or TNT. I watching it. Um, it was. Yeah, I I love the first few seasons. I don't think I finished watching because I, I think it it got boring. But uh, yeah, it was about a guy that pretty much had like the ability to sort of just not not like an actual ability. Like he changes his face, but he's just like the ultimate spook or whatever. He could sort of like become anyone and like go become you know have any kind of job or whatever. And so they, but he was like a like a government uh, a part of like a government um, experiment program or whatever and they control him and just it just sort of goes there they'll send him out on uh, like i think they they start using him for uh to help them with investigations or something like that that was the, the gist of it uh before we get into cool. like the plots of this movie uh i'm just gonna check out the trailer uh which i'm probably chop up at some point or another because it is long and you can't like pretty much watch the whole trailer and get copyright Claim well, yeah. or some shit. That, you so. know, if they don't get us with the music, they get you with yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, so I'll chop that up at some point, and let me just add this to the stream here. But for now, <laughs> just for look now, for, some for now, we can watch it, yeah. music to overdub it with. <laughs> but let's check out the trailer. It's a real genius. This was one of my rewind set jokes because <laughs> oh. I, I rolled it back and Janelle dozed, like kind of like stared off into space and kind of like tuned out what was going on. And I was yeah. like, wait, was that a dick joke? Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that guy was just, yeah, he was making shit jokes like that the whole time. What did he say after they show him the demonstration? He's like, oh, it doesn't have enough girls in it. <laughs> yeah. How the, of course, they didn't have any girls. They all, any girls yeah. The rest of the or, fucking yes men around him were just sucking it down. is the only honest one here. Fuck. That's the sad part. Here it comes. <laughs> I, I want to go to this scene later. This, this is a lot of fun. Get there to unpack. And can we all agree that fucking Chris Knight has the best T-shirts? Oh yeah, yes. that's pretty good. I want that. <laughs> I, I heart toxic waste. I saw that and I was like, well, how could I forget this? Jesus, dude, that fucking Reagan one's fucking hilarious. And uh, uh, I really like those. Uh, is it like Angry Bird or Angry Penguin slippers that he's got? I can't tell if they're a crow or. If it at was one like point, a he's penguin. got some Batman ones. And he's got some yeah. mouse ones <laughs> or rabbit end. ones because also yeah, that the other rabbits. professor dude <laughs> yeah. had it at the end of the movie. Yeah, they keep uh, complimented him on their on his style. 
that that was uh, the professor. What did he say? Some of the kids like it when I what does he say? Go at them or give it up or. And then we and saw yeah. some Batman ones in an earlier scene, like. Oh yeah, like the best. He was the best dressed out of like pretty much all of them. So. Oh, I mean. His surf Nicaragua fucking shirt, just all this like random stuff, and I was like, I was like, you know, did uh, the cast or did the writer, you know, uh, you know, did Rob McElhenney, you know, take inspiration from Real Genius when he was developing like the character of Mac and stuff? Right, because he has like all these different T-shirts on. Yeah, like and Charlie too, you know, everyone's just got these you know rad ass T-shirts that are just from wherever the fuck, and it's all random silly shit and. Like like fucking Kilmer's fucking just Harley Davidson shirt. Like I was just kind of like random as shit too. Just I not, wonder if those really were even his clothes. Guy. I wonder if those were even his clothes, like uh, in the movie, or if he just didn't jack them from his roommates or like the other people in the dorms and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. He just he seems like the kind of person that would not care. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a he's a fun anything. guy, man. Like yeah, man. I want to party <laughs> with that dude. Seems like a lot of fun. So uh, let's get into the synopsis of this movie. Um, this is, follows. Well, we'll talk about like the story that's going on underneath everything. Uh, but this pretty much follows uh, Mitch Taylor. Uh, he gets recruited by Doctor Hathaway to go to this uh, Pacific Technical yeah, he's University. This, uh, young prodigy, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, and he's uh, specializes in lasers or laser technology. And yeah. we, he's chosen to work with uh, Chris Knight, who was uh, the first to come to Cal, uh, not Caltech, but the Pacific Technical University as like the main number one genius guy, right? With uh, in laser technology, and Mitch is kind of like pretty much the new. Um, he knows who he is. And that guy, and yeah. Like he's he's really yeah. He was really uh, enthused to work for them, but he did he scores higher. He scored higher on his placement exam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but like. Uh, Chris, what, was it Chris Knight? Damn, I, I can't it is Chris Knight. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't give a shit. He was like, "Cool, then you can do all the work." That was pretty much how that went. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, ba basically, Val Val Kilmer or Chris Knight's character, the, the character, uh, used to be like Mitch Taylor, a little uptight. Uh, his he said his mom used to dress him in hush puppies, and basically, constantly studying, going yeah, to class, yeah, just yeah. you know, just. Really, you know, <clears throat> treating school as you know, we're, everyone's kind of ideally supposed to like it's a job. Right. Like, yeah. th these dudes were putting in like OT and stuff. Like, <laughs> and yeah, uh, basically, exactly. he said employee of the year type shit. Like, basically, the cute. turnaround for him is whenever he saw the guy Holly fell in the closet and saw that he yeah, pretty much cracked, like, and he basically is a recluse. And so he decided to change his life around and not take everything so seriously. Get and that's made. that's when we enter Mitch Taylor into Chris Knight's life. And so the project that they're rocking yes, or that they're working on is been looks like it's you know not really clear how long they've been working on this, but it definitely seems like a multi-year process or yeah. a multi-year project with that has basically hit a lot of stumbling blocks of late and um, Professor Hathaway recruits Mitch to come in, look at the data, and basically, you know, try to take this project and keep it moving forward. And, and actually, speed it up because, you know, like, yeah, because um, he's under uh, a lot of pressure, pressure to get it done from, yeah. you know, government entities, essentially. According you know, to the, apparently, it's supposed but to be the CIA. Weird. 
Like it's right, yeah. But it's weird because uh, you would think that through a government contract, it would be like a bit more of an official like sort of representation. But it actually it seems really fucking well, shady the whole time. I mean, he's he's like he's talking to a middleman who who actually talks to the to the, to the CIA and stuff uh, themselves instead of him, and like sort of threatens him to get to get his uh, his the results that they want. Uh, well, I mean, the reason they want time. this project done so quickly, I mean, there's nefarious reasons behind it because they're pretty much wanting to have some sort of device, a laser, strong enough right. to fire from space, a weapon yeah. to fire yeah, from they space. They want to make a fucking... To fucking yeah. that was assassinate the video they people. Show, right? And they've got a target that they want <laughs> yeah. in, like, June. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, <laughs> as weird... Um, as weird as the whole thing was sort of, um, I guess, organized, I, I can, I, I mean, I don't know if, if secret uh, uh, projects run that way necessarily. I, I wouldn't think that they would. Well, you see, it's still a private pro because it's all about compartmentalization. Right. Um, let's get back to Ike for a second. But really, but <laughs> on the real, there's only a few people that actually know what's going on. Right. And like, like back in college when you had all of the physics and material science nerds that were examining stuff for the fucking military and all they knew is that it was a compound and they they just wanted to know what you know various you know metrics you know uh how strong is it or whatever compared to other shit or uh so something what's to in me it sometimes just like tell us what's in this um Right. I got a question. Do, does do, does the military do you know anything about whether or not the military actually recruits students to kind of oh, do work for them because they don't no either reason. have to pay them or they're you know what I mean like oh no, that's it can be kind of be brushed under the rug like since they don't they're not officially they're not official people like employees or anything so well, they like kind of like ask them to kind of figure stuff out for them that way they I think can, you kind of do it just well, like in this movie you know you have a department yeah. of defense contract that this yeah. professor has they have their graduate Professors students or whatever work on it and for those contracts um so something i had wanted to mention again back to why it was a little strange how shady this this deal sort of seemed to me uh and i was like i was trying to figure out why like it bugged me a lot i mean granted yeah like uh it's a movie but um, the easiest thing for me that I guess would either debunk this or just make it so that it's like there's no way it would have been feasible in that sense is that uh, universities, as as you know, uh, Daniel, are fucking like all, everyone's ass about fucking any funding that's going to anywhere as, as far as the professors go because they take their cut, you know? And so... Like, I wouldn't think something like this would have been able to go through without them having at least some kind of idea what the fuck is going on. Because, again, like, if, but say, it, for example, like, this guy had been, you know, I, well, I don't know how the fuck it ends up happening. Say he goes to jail or whatever because the thing doesn't work and, he, you know, he... We'll they, save that for uh, they, our sequel, sequeling of this movie. They, they send, yeah. they uh, accuse him of fraud or whatever. Uh, the school would not want to be liable in any way, I would think. And so, like, they're going to do everything that they can to protect their own ass. So, I don't know. Like, that's that was just, just something that's, that I was thinking about. Well, I mean, that's why, like, not too many people know about it, right? I mean, to them, they're just doing graduate work to graduate and get a yeah, job. Yeah, all they know is that they're working on a laser. And yeah. they're trying yeah, the to make gonna. it, you know, beam through at a certain intensity. Right. 
That's and, all they really know. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it says that the the director like studied or read up on uh, laser laser development for a couple of months or something to kind of figure out, you know, I guess some of the the lingo for this, and some of it kind of tracks. I think I'm not too too big on. I don't uh, know. You know <laughs> it sounds, I, I believe I, it. I Whatever. Like, I I'm guess. Like, like, no, I don't know. Like, it, it there are certain okay. things in like, there, man. That sounds that I'm just like, enough. Uh, I believe and then other things babble. I'm like, okay, just show us the fucking laser. Or a megawatt. Okay, that, that tracks. Megawatt. But tracks. you know, <laughs> I've, never, but I've never really gone, hey, Doctor Who, hey, Star Trek. That sounds ridiculous. Never. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> so, I mean... And this is supposed to be grounded in reality, kind of like. All right, I trust <laughs> well, you. You guys I mean, got this right. I mean, just think of Back to the Future. How many times did we hear one point twenty one gig, like gigawatts, gigawatts. Or, gigawatts or something? And we just like took that for granted. I was like, whoa, like that sounds like it's fucking heavy. Boner, you know? <laughs> yeah, science boner. <laughs> well, now the issue is just trying to develop that enough uh, power to. Uh, mm. Get going back in time or forward. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's all it is, you know. So <laughs> I mean, they at the, the uh, what's Mitch at least gets the fucking acronym for laser, right? And the, when he has his little science, he has his his science laser uh, uh, project going on. But I think that was about the only thing he really said before. Uh, yeah, Dr. I mean, Asshole he, he's, supposed, he's supposed to be fifteen and, years old, and like, um, yeah. dude, this is like. And also, I thought about like, Check is your this kind of like prick. if. Sheldon weren't completely socially awkward in Big Bang Theory, and like like young Sheldon becomes like uh, pubescent Sheldon and goes to college and shit, and then he gets. But if he's like not super weird like he is, he's like Mitch, dude, and he'd be at you know Pacific Tech or whatever, and maybe he'd be working but with Mitch. Uh, Mitch Chris was Knight. pretty awkward going in there until Chris Knight came and helped him chill. I don't know that that would happen with Sheldon. That's well, I'm saying that, you know, it, this is kind of like because he's mm-hmm. so young and he's like this super genius or whatever. And so it's kind of <laughs> surprising that, like, you know, they didn't recruit Sheldon for some shit, you know, <laughs> be so goddamn smart, you know, let him build some bombs, you know. Yeah. Maybe anyway. Not. <laughs> hmm. um, so, but I, I, so, yeah. I, like, I, I always found it interesting that the the – this movie has like a very playful side to it. You know, it seems very lighthearted and stuff, but like what's going on underneath it, like there's a government. It's sinister. Yeah, it's fucking the it's, government yeah. is, is yeah, fucking and it's like, doing some really shady ass shit to it's literally. Unfortunately, like pretty much because, works, because literally in this that's initial like boardroom meeting with uh, all these, you know, shadow government official <laughs> kind of dudes, they like say, you know, there's nothing better, you know, the best, you know, defense is a good offense or yeah, whatever. So and we're going to have the offense, you know. Like, that's, yeah. and damn. That's so Amer- the American, Amer- uh, military America. That's where we're the best, baby. <laughs> um. Yeah. I guess uh, we can go into talking about the science. And when I say science, I mean lasers. (laughs) So I went up and looked up lasers and stuff like that. And since since I'm dumb, um, I wanted to like give our audience. I can hear you when they're asking this question. As you pronounce lasers, what is a laser? All right, so I'm going to give our listeners a oh, definition. You're gonna, you're gonna, okay. I'm going to read a definition of what is a laser, all right? Hey, time to learn something. Okay, so a laser is a device that emits a beam 
of coherent light through an optical amplification process. There are many types of lasers, including gas lasers, fiber lasers, solid-state lasers, dye lasers, diode lasers, and excimer lasers. I think that's how you pronounce it. All these laser types share a basic set of components. And the components are, uh, number one is a gain medium capable of sustaining stimulated emission. I'll have a picture of what this uh, diagram looks like. Uh, Energy source to pump the gain medium. Number three, total reflector to reflect energy, uh, partial reflector, and then laser beam output. I don't know what any of this stuff is. It just looks like a cool, it's just a light. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what any of that means. I was listening. Uh, anyways, but no, I, we're I'm not, not a... qualified, <laughs> but, but I, I want to give our listeners like, uh, sure. In this movie, they want a laser that can f- fire from space to a- assassinate, uh, political opponents or enemies. Uh, but this is what we use it for in real life, right? You use lasers on a regular basis and this is what it's for. Uh, laser range finding, whatever the fuck that is. Um, information processing, and that means DVDs and Blu-rays. Eh? Some of y'all out there. Barcode readers, right? Those are lasers. Uh, laser yeah. surgery, like when they fuck with your Basic. eyes or your mouth, whatever the fuck they do now. Uh, holographic imaging. Uh, laser spectroscopy. I'm assuming spectroscopy. it's for, That's the one. I'm terrible at pronouncing things. And laser material processing, which is cutting, engraving, drilling, marketing, and surface modification. <laughs> you get the keychain or whatever with the yeah. laser etch of, uh, I don't know, some shit. This is the extent of our laser technology as according to this particular website. As they want us to believe. As they want us to believe. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're doing a lot of other shit, you know? I mean, if there are aliens out there, they're doing wild shit with lasers, you know? Who knows what they're actually doing? Um... Uh, but uh, in, in this movie, the type of laser that they are working on is a chemical laser. And what a chemical laser says that a, basically a laser that obtains its energy from a chemical reaction and chemical lasers can reach continuous wave output with the power reaching to megawatt levels. And you know what? In the movie, they said megawatts. So there yeah, you go. They wanted to get to five megawatts and achieve six, I believe, when they got the correct solution. So they're using proper terminology. In the movie, so it's kind of true, I guess. I assume, um, and I know they use words like iodine. I mean, we're not, we're not gas uh, engineering physicists, uh, Daniel. But like you and I have been around this shit and read enough fucking papers to to follow along to most of this. And I, I still don't think it's. I still think a lot of what they say is bullshit. Well, it's a movie. Um, I mean, again, like, I'm just going to the sense that, like, they are, you know, they did some research beforehand to, I, I think, I think <laughs> to it's, try to make this seem plausible. I think the, the research is basically just grabbing certain terminology so they can just throw it in like a word and salad. And just like calling up nerds, you know, random yeah. nerds and shit and asking them. Yeah. It's, it's called word salad. You throw it in the, di- the dialogue. Just get an engineering yeah. book, book and just mm. yeah, copy paste lasers and, and then, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just copy paste and you'll be good. I guess we're just going to have to assume because I don't know specifically the technology that was in the 80s having to do with so, lasers, if that was like fairly accurate. Like, could they possibly make a laser that, that could actually do that from space at the time? Like obliterate, mm. uh, pretty much obliterate a human being in like a matter of seconds. I mean, 
I wouldn't be able to say that's because something like that would probably be a military fucking secret at the time. We'd have to fucking look to see if they do any of that kind of shit. See, I I don't think so, but I also haven't seen, you know, weird lightning strike incidents that hit certain, <laughs> you know, important targets during certain geolo- geopolitical contexts. Why would we? <laughs> They'd keep that shit secret, wouldn't they? Well, no, that's why you make the, that's why you put up the fucking, you know, smoke screen of some sort of weird lightning storm or whatever that just happened to hit like half of ISIS, you know? (laughs) We should have probably done research on like uh, mysterious deaths involving uh, lightning. I mean, if they didn't. In the Middle East or something like that, or South America or something like Russia during the eight, and if it's in Russia, it's going to be even harder to find because. Oh, you mean uh, you mean Russia's getting attacked, not Russia making? Okay, never mind. Correct, I was, I was, right? Because Russia or, couldn't do shit. Like those guys are like like the podunks of of the world or whatever, as far as nuclear technology and all their weapons shit goes. They they've got nukes, but they're still way the fuck behind everyone else, and have pretty much always been. Um, but I was going to say that, like, I don't know if the, our military would have had something like that at the time, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were fucking trying to research it um, because they're, I mean, they as far back as we can remember, they, or that have well, been I mean, reported. Wasn't, they, Star, wasn't been the to, Star Wars program enacting, like, the early 80s or some shit? I can't remember when Reagan exactly had was in office, but I think it was the That 80s, was involving, yeah. you know, satellites. I think being able to, what? knock missiles out of the air or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So, so I'd say that perhaps on the level of, and maybe real genius was inspired by like the star Wars program. If it, cause yeah. you did have, you know, Chris wearing a Reagan shirt. I did uh, try to like, um, I, I typed in space lasers and the first thing that comes up is Marjorie Taylor Greene's fucking uh, Jewish space oh, lasers God, shit. Fucking uh, <laughs> uh, but I tried to She's look, uh, I did a different uh, search for space lasers uh, in the US military. And basically, I'm just going through like the questions they have here. And, and it says uh, they talked about Space Force and says the Space Force have lasers. And at this point, it says Space Force today launched two experimental satellites carrying payloads designed to detect nuclear explosions. Basically, a, a lot of what they've said is that, uh, you, you know, what, what is that thing that intercepts uh, missiles and stuff? That's technically a laser, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, ICBMs or whatever the fuck? I, I think so. Like uh, the <clears throat> Iron Dome. It's like they have a name for it or something. Oh wait, what is that bullshit that they built in Israel? Like the yeah, wasn't that, that what dome was, thing the or whatever dome. the fuck? Like Iron Dome, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought there was a was a laser defense system or some kind of cylinder. But I'm not sure if it's from space. I think it's like ground to air. No, but. it's yeah, yeah. It's, oh, okay, it's, so I, I was just dome. checking right here, and it says the one of the questions says, "Does the U.S. have laser weapons in space?" And it says, "Right now, the U.S. only acknowledges." One space there weapon it says okay. a ground a ground based communications jammer to interfere with signals and sent from satellites. So, well, I would say that you know, acknowledge the satellites if, and stuff up there are already weapons. You know, just let them start. You know, plan. You know, the crashes out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like how it says I mean, that's the only thing they acknowledge so far. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's that. Black budget we always talk about. Basically, probably the black budget that was going on here in Real Genius. 
mm-hmm. wherever they're trying to like fund this uh, project for this laser and just swipe it the second uh, Chris Knight but and you know, Mitch uh, actually get they it did to a pretty to bad work. job or a pretty poor job like funding this overall because it's like this is run by a bunch of nobodies basically I mean no. like it, it seems like all of the nerds are like making that stuff there to get it going like maybe they'll get have to get like the whatever chemicals are using to power the laser from someplace but right. You'd figure that these guys would just be throwing fucking money at this. Exactly. It wouldn't be such a small-scale thing. They'd want a fucking, like, actual team, not, like, these, you know, And Chris plus Knight they'd probably also the- have, like, people working on, like, a component for it and then having another team somewhere put it all together to actually have this. Oh, well, I mean, sure, if it was, like, Because I, I imagine that, you know, maybe what actually happened in this movie is that, you know, it wasn't just Hathaway that was getting pressured. There were all sorts of meetings like that oh, around definitely. the country. Who are, who are the got, people are, are that the, those people in the meeting, who are they talking to? Who's the one in mm-hmm. charge asking them to create this thing? Back Wait. to the pyramid. <laughs> Thanks, Ike. <laughs> yes. In the fucking... It's the Illuminati, man. <laughs> Um, so, uh, as, uh, they, they finally actually create the laser that, uh, Hathaway wants and that mm-hmm. those government agents or government group, uh, were looking for Chris Knight pretty much is going to graduate. And that's pretty much the only thing he's happy about until right. Holly, uh, fell or La- Laszlo goes and tells them that basically they're you making weapons weapon. to kill somebody like you just gave it to the yeah you yeah just he just gave him a whole yeah. weapon and then and so chris has an oh shit moment they run into the lab and everything is gone yeah all their equipment yep um so basically the plan after that is to get back well that's why they get back at dr but, hathaway but i mean like that's that's like kind of like, the, the, like minor, the minor person in this whole operation here. So, but that's the only one they can technically only re- retaliate against because because yeah, they don't they don't know this you know which Dean guy is pressure putting the pressure on Hathaway and then yeah. who that guy talks to like all they know is that this is a now like a military project or whatever. Uh-huh. None of them had the and foresight it's a weapon to think and kind of like yeah. in the very Gutenbergy scientist lens of you know <laughs> not wanting to be not want to be creative rather than destructive with their inventions right. but so, then again i wonder like but you guys are still making a fucking laser that blows it. through yeah, shit exactly. you know what did you like, think it was for deer hunting come on <laughs> well no yeah. we, we find out what so they use I've it met for people like that uh which is really strange because you can ask him like okay if you had the chance to research this like would you uh, I'm like, oh, well, yeah, sure. Okay, but here's the problem. Um, what if you end up creating a, a, you know, a micro black hole or something like that and we're fucked? We're like, well, I wouldn't know until I try it. You know, like, all right, mm. so, I mean, and they weren't joking. Like it was, it was, I was, I was just asking this out of, out of, out of offhand kind of questions, uh, farting around and, um, and yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, because these are all people are, that's like, you know, um, don't push that big red button. Of course, they're going to go push the big red button. Um, yeah. Right. And I mean, like, uh, I can I can understand that to an extent, you know, because uh, doing that kind of research, 
is something that I would think that most people would like they'd be it would be like a personal interest kind of thing. It's not it's not a casual kind of like, oh, I'm just taking a test or an exam or something. Like, no, these guys spend a shitload of time on this stuff, so to become specialists in it. And I would assume that, you know, they'd have that kind of perspective in there, or I would hope. And they um you know, they 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 kind of don't. They just fucking go for it because they want a job after college. I think that was what pretty much everybody's goals well, that's were definitely here. what uh, well, yeah, Kent um, yeah. and Chris were going after. They were going after uh, the same job. Kent probably had, yeah, Kent wanted that job, but it was apparently a promise to Chris. But even Kent's dumbass didn't know that he was helping them construct a laser. And he made the focusing mirror for that uh, yeah. thing, too. And just like, what the fuck did you think that was for, man? It's a. <laughs> Like to get better lighting or whatever when you want to like trim your nose hairs in the bathroom or oh, some well, shit. Like, well, Ken, Ken basically was Doctor Hathaway's bitch the whole time, you know. Yeah. yeah. And he was basically hoping that by doing anything that Doctor Hathaway asks him to do or tells him He's to do, come up with a job. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's that is basically supposed to it's supposed to fucking work, right? Well, I mean, um, technically, it's yeah. supposed to work in the way Chris is going about getting the job Granted, by his Ken merits and his accomplishments. An idiot and a Ken, yeah, Ken was just fucking kissing but, ass the whole time. You know, he wasn't but, really doing. He wasn't smart enough to even get to the point as Chris or Mitch. Yeah, like he wasn't doing thing. that. Like, what was that dude True. from Recess? Randall, the little dude with the clipboard, always narked to the. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he he fucking ruined ruined their fun when they're at that party. So uh, and those with those beauticians, he fucking is, goes though, and tells Doctor Hathaway. That, Actually, and he sabotaged Chris and yeah. Mitch when he's because they're the competing, dude. Yeah. Like he's trying to get that job, I think. And so when they've got these other people coming in that outrank him or outclass him, I I, I can only assume the fucker panicked and did all his other dumb shit. But like uh, the professor, or whatever, like he's. He has to be aware of, I don't know, he's, he's actively fucking with, with Kent and Chris the whole time, taking the job from one and giving it to the other and vice versa. And so, like, I mean, it is kind of shitty that, like, he seems to be actively playing them against each other, even though they're on the same, they're on his team doing yes, his research. Yes, but, but he just wants the end result. Like Doctor right. Hathaway yeah, just wants the end result. I mean, the guy's so an asshole. He's an absolute prick. But I just think it's so shitty how he he's basically playing them off each other. Yeah, he is a uh, shithead. <laughs> I mean, regardless, he could have still, you know, you know, he could have carried and sticked it in so many ways with the same variables because he could have fucking told Kent that he wasn't going to graduate unless this laser came up, and then, mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, and then just revo revoke the job from. Chris or yeah. whatever the fuck like there's there's so many or not very many combinations that you can fuck with them but yeah the guy's like an ethical dumpster fire it's uh just I don't know um pretty well, much yeah, I mean, like dude, all dude, like the things even, that even Dr. That, Hathaway is banging uh his one of those CIA trying. guy's daughter you know he so. tries and then fucking Knight comes in and cock blocks him because uh what what happens oh right he's he's talking to me he's like hey fix your problem what you gonna you gonna let's go and uh, she, she like walks down the stairs and like half naked and was, was you know, I guess about to, 
lay some pipe and then he's like take a cab and she gets pissy and just you know <laughs> yeah storms yeah, off basically <laughs> it's like oh <laughs> and then you see her later well okay so i have a question was it her or somebody else that tries to jump jump Mitch's ass? In I think it's the his... same chick as I think it's just the one no, that's going so, after number one. No, that, oh, was, what? that was that was two different girls though. That, oh yeah, because yeah, so one was, was like okay. the that senator or dean's dude's right. daughter that Chris said. So, and the other one was that, the other one was the girl with the glasses in the very beginning. She said some really creepy yeah. shit, man. Like, doesn't she go up to him and say like, "I've been waiting three years for you to come of age" or something like that? He's fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> It's statutory like, rape. Who the fuck is this? And what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, yeah, this movie got like really weird, like in the eighties. Oh, like, and I f- didn't know, like, didn't realize all this shit when I was a kid watching it, you know. And and then like he walks with a, his little half chub over to the to that girl's <laughs> dorm and basically yeah. gets and, it all. And on she's her. and she's nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good for her, right? Because whatever. But yeah, that well, is more, the whole statutory like rape good for, thing. Good for him necessarily, not necessarily. Good for her because I mean they could. No, I just meant the sense of like her being older than him. Oh, I, I guess know. yeah, like whatever. Thing. I think it's usually the, the the typically the reverse, but yeah, there's the whole statutory rape thing. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, I'm not exactly sure when that comes into play in legalities the in the '80s. So I mean, '80s are like <laughs> yeah, free for all. It's you know, it's it's Revenge of the Nerds. It's all it's all coming together. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we should. Whenever we talk about we Revenge should, of the Nerds, that's going to be about like a all of unfortunate that subject. Be it's going to be yeah. a for, unfortunate yes, subject is. matter, but let's, let's, uh, that's good. <coughs> be ready. Um, so prepare yourselves. So we basically got to the point where we've established. Uh, I guess we're trying to flesh out the narrative a little bit, just kind of get to the, I mean, the come up and well, at the end. Yes, right. I mean, so they because Hathaway is bailed with the with all the equipment. Yeah, point. yeah. So what's their plan? To get back at Dr. Hathaway as a moral imperative. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as a moral imperative. Uh, Actually, the the moral imperative uh, was to get Kent back first and then... uh, well, they were gonna do like Take. both. Well, they fucked with Kent they by putting this car. They fucked with him a little too far because Kent is an idiot. <laughs> yeah, they put his fucking car in his room. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was awesome. hilarious. Uh, uh, then they it? put don't a you, don't you know radio you can't in park in there, Kent? Braces. Yeah. yeah, the radio in his braces thing. Like, uh, then, what, what then, did they like, tell him? That guy says, uh, "Is that you, Kent? God? Have you been touching yourself? <laughs> right. Yeah. Stop touching yourself. Yeah. It is God. Jesus Christ! I'm like, oh. Oh, he's like that. Stop playing with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hold, um, up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Somebody needs to pee. Oh, okay. Let him in. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. All right. Okay. Um, so... What do you guys? What did you guys think of uh, Hathaway's house? I thought it looked tacky as fuck uh, from the outside. I, I, didn't, I wasn't a big fan of the whole red with yellow trim and. Um, I mean, inside I it looks know. all right. It's the '80s. I mean, mm. it's a new. I sub, like, it's a new I subdivision. It was funny how that giant dog was always trying to take a shit in his front lawn, though. Yeah, yeah. He, he was building it in like a new subdivision, you know. So I mean. Yeah. Yeah, there was like nothing around it for the yeah. most part, like. I mean, I guess that just means his own little house on the hill until that whole yeah. area gets, you know, developed. Yeah, um, until the what, what is it? Um, is it the HOE? Uh, the uh, housing? Uh, HOA. Yeah. HOA. So, housing um, mm-hmm. does anyone want to like flesh out the plan they have to get back at Dr. Hathaway? So, 
They yes, didn't have shit, actually. It, Feldman was the, uh, uh, the one that comes in, right? Holly, Holly Feldman, Feld, yeah. excuse me, Feldman. Mm. Laszlo comes in and saves the day like a boss. Um, well, and how they go about it, it's like there's no way that they would have pulled this off when Mitch and Chris, <laughs> you know, address as technicians for the laser <laughs> yeah. and somehow sneak into a fucking military base. They were about and- to get busted, yeah. And um, I, I guess it worked somehow. Yeah, just uh, 80s, you know, plot magic happened and they didn't get caught. Well, it's um, 80s, 80, 80s montage magic, man. Like, you just go through. Dude, yeah, there like were fucking, so many montages in yeah. this. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, and I remember commenting to Janelle, like, oh, here's the Mitch learning montage. Here's, <laughs> here's the laser development montage. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, uh, let's see. So, yeah, they, they plot to get back at him by... Uh, Originally, I thought that they were just going to sabotage the laser, but uh, so no, they they were a little more uh, creative. But I would like to I, I would like to talk about this plan a little bit because it's like it's a giant prank. What does it matter if they could demonstrate that Hathaway's stuff was de- de- uh, contingent on military use? Or it was or was intended um, for military use. Like it just gets demonstrated that oh wait, so, there's this laser from the sky, but they really can't tie it to Hathaway, you know. Well, no, because I mean they, they they technically can't tie it to him because I mean he pretty much destroys his own fucking house. So I mean, they would it would seem weird um, that he's sabotaging himself. Yeah, so it's just this like weird like revenge of the nerds on crack prank. Yeah, I mean that, mm-hmm. they're just like we're not gonna nec- Hathaway's not necessarily gonna get in trouble. For uh, this laser thing, he's just gonna get his house fucked up, and that's it. Like he's got. I mean, with with the one with the the one. If that wasn't the case, like, but they brought out that Dean dude, yeah, and the congressman, other folks, yeah, the congressman. Like, like, I can only assume they brought them there for the PR, uh, you know, to to the (laughs) to show them what the fuck uh, uh, Hathaway's apparently been up to, because as it seems, you know, no no one is. uh, on the wiser to uh, yeah this is just what's going it just on. It, it seemed kind of weird like how it was like what does it matter if there was a late you know it's fucking hilarious to demonstrate you know or show that there's a laser that exists and you fuck a professor's house but i mean lots of reasons i had imagined uh well, I but imagine, it was paid for by the military or whatever I, I would imagine maybe the senator organization and that other dean like yeah, could uh, like national they, security issue well, I mean, I guess that would uh, get into the the part two scenario. But before we do that, yeah. um, but I mean, I, I'm just like, so I don't want to jump to you know our sequel and let's be serious yet, here, man. But- let's let's be serious here for a second. If Kent was in that house when that fucking like he was staying from that laser, he, died? he just got oh, irradiated. He He's dead. <laughs> so- <laughs> that's the, that's the one thing I was kind of curious about because. You There's know, that absolutely fucking- <laughs> no fucking way he would. Oh, so in part <laughs> two, it's the fallout from the cancer popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, mean, no, we'll talk fuck- about that in just a second. I, I have know, some ideas. I, I, I just, have some ideas I about that. I wanted to put it in the air for a sec. Just try like, it out. We just want to like uh, bring the fact, uh, just really quick uh, talk about the ending. They... Pretty much sabotaged Dr. Hathaway's house with Hathaway popcorn. Hates he hates popcorn. popcorn. He fucking yeah. Hates they it. screwed with the targeting for the device because it was supposed to hit somewhere else. They yep. rerouted it to his Fry his, his new home, house. and they fucked around with some mirrors and put in a huge thing of Jiffy Pop. Yeah, like a <laughs> great sized. Which the 
why popcorn though was because in an early scene in the movie, uh, Chris Knight shows up to Hathaway's house and he's got a bag of popcorn, and Hathaway, Hathaway tells him to get rid of it because he like, hates oh, popcorn. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. okay, dude. <laughs> so like, that's why popcorn. He just th- he just throws it on his porch. Like that's yeah. yeah he just I love that. He's like, like just so leave it over there. Flying. He's like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I I Chris Knight has like Val Kilmer is such a, so, does such a great job. He's his character is hilarious and badass. Um, yeah, and actually, uh, on that note, um, a conversation that happened last night was just, you know, Janelle and I were talking about, uh, like, she invoked it, but she was like, you know, like, she asked, who's your favorite, like, Kilmer, like, as far as, like, role and stuff. And then we sit there and go back and forth on some things. And then I'm sitting there, we're spooling the movie up, and I was like, oh, but fucking Tombstone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Doc Holliday, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, so that's my like, ex, like so that's my shit, favorite. Man. Like you, you, yeah, he's fucking awesome. But uh, I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> so my my big question about the ending <laughs> was just like you know how was it supposed to be you know yeah what role were the like Dean and fucking congressman there for like what you know there could have been a little bit of exposition which I. You know, even, I guess that just leaves yeah, speculation yeah, they, as to like what happens after the fact. You know, word, but just uh. I, I mean, just so, a little bit of explanation would have been cool because then it's like, then, you know, we could have been had guided speculation. Right. Hmm. Um, in that case, do you all want to get into the sequeling of Real Genius? Uh, or is it Rewind first? No, no, it's the sequel. Word. All right, the sequel. All right, cool. So as I was saying, you know, one of the subplots actually of it could be, you know, all the fallout from all the neighborhood kids and people that fucked around with the popcorn that was, you know, laser cooked and that popcorn got super irradiated. So let's say real genius takes real genius two takes place 15 years in the future. And you've got Kent doing infomercials of (laughs) he's still alive. Have, yeah, um, oh. he makes it, but he's in a wheelchair and stuff, and he's like on like life support and stuff, and he's asking, and he's like, you know, oh. are they doing some kind are, of like te- are they do like a telethon? Eating irradiated popcorn at this event in 1985. <laughs> if so, you could be open for compensation. Or- <laughs> Shit, dude, he's got like all the kids that are there playing and like eating all the popcorn. They're all <laughs> just a bunch of like graveyard of like t- tombstones. And <laughs> you shit. just see the one there in the back. <laughs> so, yeah, someone recorded it. Someone recorded that play thing, playtime, and then twenty years later, they're using it. It's like they show they fade out, and then they show at the fucking cemetery. Yeah, oh. like, it's just. <laughs> You know, the only one that survives all that is going to be fucking Laszlo because he didn't touch the popcorn after yeah, it got lasered. Yeah. Uh, Chris Knight dies. Mitch Taylor's dead. The Asian guy, Jordan's dead. Like, they're all fucking dead. Oh, Except for Ken, dude. for some reason, he's in a wheelchair <laughs> doing telethons now. So, actually, you know, like, everybody that could flip on Hathaway dies in that event. <laughs> Hathaway gets away scot free. He's doing some other fucking project, and the the main plot of it is, you know, these students they start reading into the history of Hathaway, and they find out about this 1985 event, and then they start snooping into what their project actually is about. <laughs> and 1980. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see here. What? There's we have the senator and the dean too, like. 
Maybe they yeah. researched. Uh, they, they, they. I, I would say that uh, Chris Knight and Mitch Taylor informed them about what was going on with Doctor Hathaway. Do you think? Let's that- assume that they told them right then and there, uh-huh. and they get so excited that with the laser going off and making the popcorn thing happen, that they're like, we got him. Then they go join in the celebration. So they also <laughs> die. <laughs> we love popcorn. <laughs> it is a good day for popcorn. And yeah. then it shows like this, like, you know, congressman throwing like popcorn in the air. Then it like freeze frames for a sec in the, you know, the Kent commercials of the future of the now future or now present. <laughs> And it's like in memory of Senator, you know, so-and-so, which helped. So we now have this act in his memory against like radioactive, you know, foods and consumables. I don't know. You know, the one thing I always question about that scene, whenever all the kids are jumping in there, I go, all those kids are dirty. And people are still fucking eating that popcorn. Like, Dude, it's the 80s. They didn't know what germs were in the 80s. Like you have like all these like rancid ass kids throwing popcorn in the air and everyone's just fucking freely like having it fall into Did their you guys mouth read and splash on their about, face. So like there was a little trivia on Wikipedia about that whole garbage. Uh, supposedly it was Oriole <laughs> Redenbacher popcorn. Actually, that's the scandal. <laughs> it took them like three months apparently to fill all that up. Like they were oh, been, wow. they were popping popcorn for three months apparently, and like they Jeez, sprayed that's some it stale with, ass uh, popcorn, dude. They sprayed it with fire retardant so that it wouldn't burn. <laughs> And then With the real it. laser they had for this movie, or what? <laughs> <laughs> um, so if anybody ate that shit, they did. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so they basically ate asbestos as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I mean, this is the '80s. It might have been the still. Yep. yep, yep. Mm, ooh, so <laughs> dude. So basically. We've kind of concluded that most of our main characters are dead because of the popcorn and the yeah, everyone, but everyone radiation. there but Kent. Kent, for some reason, he's still kicking. He's all like skinny, like skeletal and stuff like that, asking uh, people for money to <laughs> help. Just waiting to die. To support the family. <laughs> support the families and all these kids. Of yours passed away from this. <laughs> you know, we're still trying to find all of you out there for your due compensation. Ah, nice. He's he's doing those like class action lawsuit commercials. <laughs> Well, and all, but also by the time, like, Damn. we're 20 years in the future, so he's presumably in his, like, you know, maybe upper 40s because I, I've wondered about the the overall makeup of – because I found it weird if they were all, like, undergraduates that were working on this crazy advanced There's project no versus, Fuck like – So, like, Damn. was Kent essentially a grad student? And maybe um, Chris was trying to get out on like uh, just with a B with a bachelor's or whatever. But <laughs> since Kent was basically doing all this slave work, maybe he was like the classic grad student. Um, uh, maybe I don't know. And then you also had the like the other two dudes that were there that were, you know, I looked mean, like they were like in their late twenties, early thirties. I, I always thought that the the school itself didn't have the merits of like bachelors or masters or anything. They kind of just went through and they kind of. I don't know. They had like an overall degree with whatever they were studying. Did maybe that encompassed like maybe they it's were like a, jump, general, jump, a generalized generalized degree. Well, maybe they were just jumping ahead, maybe like to like masters or something. You know, like they just didn't go through the bachelors. Um, I mean, I could believe like with that. with all their work, they kind of could uh, accumulate all these uh, uh, degrees like kind of in one shot. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I was like, how how was the school structured? Um, yeah. 
So, but let's assume that Kent was maybe a grad student. So we'll say he's he looked, about, he looked like a grad student. Yeah. So we'll say he's in his mid twenties. Flash forward twenty years for part two, um, <clears throat> and with all of the radiation and stuff and the chemo that had to like you know <laughs> would keep him alive. He's basically like a advanced Wilford Brimley, you know, talking about <laughs> diabetes, but he's talking about popcornitis or whatever. <laughs> but not as not as uh, plump as uh, William Brimley. Oh, very, no, no, very totally emaciated, barely hanging on, you know, feeding <laughs> tubes, like maybe with the with the hawking, you know, keypad to communicate. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Still in braces. He still has braces on. (laughs) Right. Because the radiation fused him to his lips. He had to get him all ripped out or whatever. Uh, That's. Um, So, what do you guys think about a part two? That's a nice little sequel. So, say everyone lives. What are we talking here? I was thinking that maybe if, say, the popcorn had no bearing on their health, whatever, there was no cancerous. Uh, that pretty much wiped out our entire cast. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that maybe um, the real genius is them trying to run away from like the government. That's tr- they know too much about what's going on, so the government's kind of coming in to pretty much take them out, and they're bas- basically using their genius to outmaneuver the CIA and coming after what them. Is this, what is this, hackers all of a sudden? <laughs> it could turn into hackers. <laughs> they, got, they got the computer skills and the laser skills to make their own stuff, so, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe they're, they're actually have laser guns in this in part two. Cool you know what on your occurred to me? Um, <laughs> because for the longest time, I'd always conflate this with masterminds for some reason. Isn't that the one with the... Uh, with Patrick the, uh, Stewart as the bad guy? Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't like, think I've seen that one. So. What was the premise for that one again? Wasn't it like a... It's like a young hackery kid and a school gets taken over for some reason. By like an AI or some shit? Or what was it? I, I, I can't remember what the fuck it was, but it was some sort of like... I think Stuart's organization was like a terrorist group of some sort. And yeah. It was kind yeah. of... But I was... But I always think about like, you know, how they have like, you know, kids that are so... Well, you know really intelligent that are saving the day or whatever. So I just conflate these. And I was like, dude, was there any weird science shit in masterminds? Cause that'd be fucking, that might be one for the list, but anyway, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say that, um, they kind of, they go about their lives like Chris Knight and uh, Mitch Taylor, uh, thinking that everything's okay. But the, since the CIA knows that they know too much about their initial plans to like kill off, uh, like uh, other countries, uh, dictators or whatever the fuck they are, um, they go after Laszlo first and they kill him and his wife. And that's why they got to come back together to outsmart the CIA because they're coming after them in some way, you know. But it turns very but violent. The is, here's, here's the twist, though. Laszlo knows that they're like highly expendable and probably targets for what they know. So... He has a way to like fake their deaths and then they return <laughs> and he's got like a haircut and you know, she's dyed her hair and they're coming for you. CIA <laughs> and turns Great, into now like, we're, we're uh, totally not on a list now for saying a pineapple, that. <laughs> a pineapple express kind of adventure with, <laughs> with lasers, with lasers. Yeah. Yeah. They bring back the lasers, you know? 
right? Because well, the I'm government doesn't want to like, like, like abandon the project. No, you know, of course they not. Make it like, better. Because yeah. now they're going to take out take out walls, take out you know I mean, whole structures. Unless unless they they kidnap Mitch Taylor, so he can continue with the money. project and like Just Chris like and Chris Knight and Laszlo and yeah. Yeah, they kidnap they kidnap Mitch Taylor, and it's up to Chris and Laszlo to go and uh, save uh, Mitch because they they're either gonna after they he completes the project and gives them all the information that they need, they're gonna kill him. So they're trying to save him from being murdered by the CIA. <gasps> and then you can tie it into the to the weird science movie universe. There's a fucking cro- crossover. Mitch is working with Gary and Wyatt down <laughs> in our version of the sequel, so we can make these sequels. Damn, you know, they're coming together. Oh, God damn. <laughs> you fucking have uh, Kiefer Sutherland's character from Flat Nerders come. <laughs> <laughs> comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I got you guys. And then he just kills himself. He goes, I got a way to fake our death, but not really, you know, kind of Right. Thing. He does it, he tries <laughs> yeah. to show him, and it doesn't work, and he just dies. And that's the end of that so scene. They, they all die in a hospital somehow, but he goes and, like, revives all of them at some point. Like, he, he, he brings the whole team back, Julia Roberts, fucking William Baldwin, Oliver Platt. They all come back to fucking re- revitalize everybody and stuff but like that. But then everyone plus Mitch plus Gary and Wyatt now have to do like deal with their own situation of flatliners. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. All their hallucinations <laughs> come back to kill them. So like, so, so. All while trying to take down the CIA. It's, <laughs> God <Yeah>. damn it. <laughs> Their subconscious is attacking them while they're trying to like run a run out so with like, the CIA. Like, I think we've got a, you know, a fucking series. Deal <laughs> this together. is a TV series. This is a, for sure a TV, TV series. series of- yeah. I never saw it. Well, I mean, there was a TV series of uh, Weird Science. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was supposed to be a TV series of Real Genius also. Yeah. Oh, no, um, there wasn't. That did not I, happen. Uh, I read that, but I didn't see if... But it was in, it was in 2014. Said a report oh, surfaced uh, in September 2014 no. that a potential television series was in the works. NBC God, was set man. to produce the comedy series with Sony TV, Happy Madison, and Three Arts. So, like, Adam Sandler's company was going to be a part of this. Was involved, damn. Well, yeah. But as of, as of December 2017, there are no updates on the production. Pretty much probably got abandoned or something. No. Yeah, that's um, in the fucking development hell. It's because they didn't have all the great ideas that we're working with right now. Yeah, I know. Um, look, look, look into the camera and be like, NBC, Sony, Madison, Adam Sandler. We're the ones with the great ideas. We, we'll hire us, guys. Hire us. Yeah. We, we, know we come as a team. We brainstorm, paper. you know. We'll write your ideas yeah. for you. <laughs> we just all show up in tuxedos for the job interview. And <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Hello. A yes. Single resume. <laughs> <laughs> It just, it just says it just says MoQuest Studios on it. <laughs> <laughs> we can we, we walk up to him like uh, like in a scene where, where uh, Chris Knight walks up to the the military people when they're in Hathaway's uh, house as they're leaving. He's like, so "What do we got here, gentlemen?" <laughs> just walk up to like a group of people, and yeah. we're on a first name basis with all these people. And like, "Hello, exactly. Adam." Like, uh, hey, is Steve uh, Derek? Steve around here? Steve, you see me? Yeah, is he coming yeah. around the studio? <laughs> no. All right, that's, that's, that's Stevie? I haven't seen Stevie in ages. <laughs> you go like, we're gonna order pizza. First time meeting him. Like, <laughs> we're gonna order pizza later. Like, is he gonna come hang out with us? Buddy. We can like bounce some ideas off him and stuff. You know, <laughs> some workshopping. Workshopping stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, anything else uh, regarding a sequel possibility? Because I mean, I think these are some fantastic ideas. Some, some, I like my Kent one man show idea. Yeah, these cross, <laughs> but these crossovers 
can work think, really well. I think so. I like cool. I, I like Ray's plot, but I really want to figure out a way to fold Kent into there <laughs> with like a cameo or something. Just well, unrelated. Uh, my, like mind you, his own. I did say assuming that our like, main characters survive, all the kids could die, and like Kent could still Kent be doing on, his on, uh, telethon on TV, doing you know? his. his uh, oh, Kent loses his mind. And yeah. becomes like a Buddhist and like <laughs> goes away to like China or Tibet or something like that. And then comes back at some point, you know, bald head, you know, fucking just. He's still making mirrors. <gasps> he knows Kung Fu now. So then he's able to go fight the CIA. I just I just pictured it. Look. So they they see Kent originally like making his class action lawsuit fucking commercials and shit, uh, you know, and then it, it pans out and that's when you see fucking Chris and everyone on the run. And then later on, yeah, that's when fucking Kent like off screen goes and has his Buddhist rebirth and shit and comes back and fucking like takes a bullet from her or something or like he just blocks him and saves their ass at some point like when they're on the run. Oh, was he the one whatever. all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he just like turns, he's like, I got this guys and they just fucking leave and then he dies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he dies because they shoot him or some shit. But, oh, man, he just like walks get... around the corner and all you hear is bah, 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 and you see like bullets. And... Okay, so I'd like to propose a new end of the arc episode format. So we take all of our weird science movies and then we try to make a sequel that involves all of them. That's, we should try that. <laughs> That's gonna be a shit ton of yeah, story arcs, yeah. Parts, yeah. We gotta figure out what it is, the chaff, but, you know. But I can see it. Well, you know, we'll, we'll start doing that from now on. Like, if we have like a certain series that we're talking about, like all the movies got to cr- do a crossover sequel, you know. Dude, and we gotta figure. And we literally gotta flesh out the movie on one episode. So that's yeah. what we're gonna do. Shit. <sighs> that's just that's just getting our brains working, you know. All firing on all cylinders. Just a little bit of yeah. We'll figure uh, out who hangs dong is going to be fucking (laughs) fucking hard. Really? Honestly, it's going to be Kilmer. Let's be realistic here. Exactly. It's the only. It's the only one that should. uh, I mean. Oh my god, that's so dark. (laughs) You go the radiation angle, and you bring Kilmer back. And it's destroyed his voice, so he developed his own technology <laughs> to regain his voice. <laughs> God damn. Only it's like uh, he picks instead of like uh, Hawking's robot voice, he picks like he picks like Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice or some shit. No, haven't, haven't you heard that shit that they developed for him? Oh, like, yeah. Like, Kilmer lost his voice to the fucking throat cancer and shit, yeah. and a uh, fucking bunch of nerds, you know, figure out a way for him to, like, use, you know, like, clips from all of his spoken word throughout his, like, acting career and shit, and they were able to, like, parse it all together. Yeah, because his, his, uh, his, his... So we have work for Val Kilmer now. His vocal cords are oh, super yeah. weak. Yeah, I'd forgotten it's, about that, actually. That was why he disappeared for a number of, a number of years from... And we got his comeback, and it's a fucking movie that's gonna have a bunch of tie-ins. And oh, fuck, we got I mean, this. like, I was I was jazzed <laughs> to see him in the fucking Tenacious D music video, man. <laughs> For Rise of the Phoenix, uh, I think the la- their last album, like Val Kilmer comes out in uh, as uh, Jack Black's buddy, 
in uh, one of the uh, music videos. It's pretty Yeah, funny. I remember that, yeah. He plays himself. It's fucking hilarious. <clears throat> so is it a uh, rewind time? It's time for the rewind, guys. Yes! I've been so excited because there's <laughs> one I've been holding on to since last night, and oh, uh, but... And as for those of you who don't know, the rewind is basically us talking about our favorite scenes, quotes, all that kind of stuff regarding this movie that we were talking about, Real Genius. And there are a lot. I enjoy this movie a lot. So I wouldn't want you to think that I'm all a brain and no penis. <laughs> and then you just laugh hysterically because you're Sherry Mutual, you know, whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, some shit. The, the pedophile person. Thirsty Sherry. Yep. <laughs> Thirsty Sherry. Sherry Nugal <laughs> is her name. Whatever. Um, so Daniel, I'll let you go first since you're kind of aching to get yeah, through this. So I've, I've got one, and mind you, we were fucked up when we watched it. So um, awesome! I spun off and did this weird kind of like Ratatouille esque, making a underground cult thing uh, around the the science fair. This was definitely a rewind moment because we went back and checked it out because it was just so fucking funny. So they show the science experiment with uh, the effect of alcohol on lab rats or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then they have the two cages there. They're identical. And then they've got the one with the H2O and the little mouse is just running around and sipping at the bottle and shit, being, you know, a mouse. And then it shows the one with the effects of alcohol and the <laughs> mouse is just like passed out in the middle <laughs> of the fucking wheel. <laughs> it's just like, holy shit. <laughs> like who, who signed off on this project? <laughs> it's the eighties, Daniel. You can do See, anything. The real science though is training these mice to be fucking functional alcoholics and to pass it off in, <laughs> in the lab and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh then the rewind with the dick joke that uh which with one? that one military guy was fucking funny in the beginning uh, so it was an odd choice to kind of just open up the movie with a, a dick joke which is surprising you know yeah but that's you know this this movie's great i forgot how fucking funny it was just yeah all, all across i really the like board, a lot of the man. dialogue it's just Mostly Valcom bringing huge smart ass. Don't eat that. Why? Don't you know that eating that stuff will give you very large breasts? <laughs> oh my God. I'm too late. Perfect pickup line. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> smooth, man. Fucking smooth. Uh, what was it? What is, what is he telling fucking Kent when he's taking the test? Uh, he's like, uh, good luck, buddy. Like, oh yeah, good luck, buddy. Uh, do you mind if I name your child, my first child after you? Dipshit Knight. It? it has a nice <laughs> ring to it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dipshit Knight has a nice ring to it, yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, what's, okay, what's the one he tells fucking Mitch when they first meet in his dorm room? He takes out that little machine, right? And Mitch is like, what is that? A penis stretcher? Like, a dick, yeah. A penis stretcher. You want to try it? A penis stretcher. You want to try it? I thought I, at first, I, I didn't realize he said stretcher. I thought it was penis stretcher, like a penis cutter kind of thing. Ouch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> also funny, but damn. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Let me think. There's a lot of really cool fucking just smart ass basically anytime fucking chris is anything it's it's like some fucking witty retort there's one thing i want to i want to bring up uh before i forget uh you know that scene where he's 
he's getting coffee and he's like cutting the liquor, the nitrogen. Yeah. You think that that's real? Could that really happen? Like, could you use that as coins and like? Yeah, because it's kind of like weight-based or whatever and yeah. size-based for those machines. So I guess depending on the density of the nitrogen when it's mm -hmm. frozen, yeah. maybe. But there's I no way he'd be able to handle it that way. Yeah, he know? wouldn't be able to pick it up and throw it in just, because he'd I mean, he was out. wearing gloves and stuff, but still, like, he fucking placed it on the bare table and just, like, no, dude. And he kept in that single <laughs> thermos in the freezer. Like, no. Yeah, that's not cold enough. <laughs> Get the enough. fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But don't yeah. you think the thermos would have like kept it at a certain temperature? But he just puts it in the freezer. No, it, it, even if he opens it and exposes it, it like, you're right. You, yeah. You're right. It would have kept it at the temperature, but it would not be cold enough to preserve it. Right. At okay. All. There's no way, uh, because you to get to get cold enough. The uh, little I understand about it, for it for the liquid nitrogen to solidify, for it to be cold enough, um, it isn't something that you can achieve without the aid of you know like machinery you right know, okay be powered to constantly to keep that uh that temperature right um like was... daniel i have actually seen uh i don't know if you remember him man but they used to handle uh liquid nitrogen over there at the physics uh uh in the physics building over at utrgv uh and i think brian started farting around with it at one point for a little i'm, was, I'm uh, sure i'm sure he did yeah. he was a lab lab uh Lab, okay, uh, tech. so this is in Kelvin. <laughs> yeah, um, which is so uh, below sixty-three Kelvin, um, so a little bit above absolute zero. <laughs> it freezes. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that freezer wouldn't have kept it that. Yeah, cold. you need huge fucking tanks, dude. And, and especially if you had to like open cooling. it, like that already like kills kills yeah, it entirely. You, yeah. Break the seal, and so I like how they show like a little bit of sweat from the nitrogen, you know, yeah. icicle. But I'm like, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> what about like another scene that I enjoy is whenever they're ice skating in the dorm, the fact that it could go from solid to gas like in an instant. Yeah, see, I was like, I was like, did they somehow figure out like dry ice? Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. Like, but it doesn't. But then everyone but would be like going like screaming. Yeah, exactly. Shit, ow. Exactly. <laughs> um. So that's uh, one of the guys there, I guess the one that helped him make it, said a few interesting things about that in the sense that like, oh, yeah, it's able to jump from a solid to a gas because it's very unstable. And due to that, um, it, uh, it could possibly, you know, be uh, volatile or explosive or whatever. And so, I mean, if I was going to, if I was going to go along with their bullshit, like that sounds plausible, you know, to something mm -hmm. that would make such an energy change, like in such an abrupt way, I would assume it would, yeah, would, would have a lot of energy to either dump or require for that whole process to uh, come about, in which case I would, yeah, like it, it would be, I assume would be unstable too, but, uh, but no, I don't. With I don't that though, I'm just gonna say, to... kind of like the science babble they used throughout the movie. I'm gonna trust them, but the only one where I'm just like, that ain't right, is the liquid nitrogen stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there was two. And more, I mean, there was two more scenes I did want to get through real quick uh, before I finish mine. Um, shit. Well, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had it in my hand. I just like completely blanked. Oh yeah. 
the part where like Mitch goes down into like the through the closet. Since uh, as a as a kid, I had obsession with like trap doors and like all that kind of like Goonies going through like weird tunnels and shit. In the crawl space. And the whatever. the idea of having that closet and it being like this whole basement thing, and he's like Laszlo's down there like fucking doing his thing. I thought that scene was cool. Um, yep. And then the cool. one and the one scene with the the very end with the popcorn. As a fat mm-hmm. kid in the eighties, the only question I had posed was. Does that popcorn butter? have butter? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably would have eaten it too. So a salt. Yeah, I obsessed with popcorn. So I mean, yeah, that scene really tugged at my fat boy heart. So, uh, <laughs> is there any other scenes or like quotes that you all have uh, about this movie that you want to bring up in the rewind, so we can move on to our ratings of this uh, movie? Do, do, do. I'm good to I shove mean, on. Yeah, I, we don't. You don't. There is no like you. You you touched on the best scenes. We we went through all the most of the great lines, but that there's still a lot in there. And so okay, uh, Roland, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, what's your rating? One out of ten for real genius. Uh, I'll probably give this one a solid eight. Um, I'm mostly a big fan of the dialogue of uh, you know Chris just fucking with everyone um, because I'm a huge fan of Val Kilmer as well. Um, and yeah, like I mean, this this movie's amusing. It's just sort of like a slightly higher brow Revenge of the Nerds um, kind of thing, and maybe a little less slapsticky. Uh, but not uh, as not as uh, graphic and obscene either. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's the obscene immature, part, yeah, but exactly. it's a, a playful, like childlike immaturity right. that's driving this, rather than like hormone-driven shenanigans. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give this, I'll give this an eight. I'm, I'm, I was never really a real big fan of this one growing up, but like watching it, uh, this last time. And then before I kind of just remembered like, oh yeah, there's, there's actually a lot of really cool shit in this movie. And yeah, it's, it's, man, I wish college was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, you had kind of like, like the, the more all. ghetto experience in college. I mean, like, yeah, that was I mean, Grant, we went to a, we, we talked we went about to last night. Just like, college, yeah, like so. what kind of university is this? You have all yeah, this dude. crazy research going on, but it's like fucking animal house. Like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> There's no way. Like I could count on my hand. In my is that just people. how the eighties worked? Like, <laughs> I, guess I, so. I there, the kind I, of people doing that, that kind uh, of fucking research is just like rare enough in and of itself. I, I and just then I actually think being like, able uh, to meet them. It's just like the smart people them. all together can kind of like not like they're they're still kind of party animals, like in kind of like Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, absolutely. But you don't yeah, have so like, you don't have like the it's the bullies like coming in to attack them. It's and funny stuff how like that, that you know? tracks, right? Like like nerds do love their drugs and their alcohol. Because everybody needs a substance abuse problem or whatever <laughs> to cope for, for all the crazy <laughs> bullshit they put themselves through in college to, to, to be like that. I'm pretty sure all of those guys, I, you know what, in, in the sequel, can, can Mitch be a lush or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> just It'd be funny if like he just developed some like crippling depression or something. <laughs> um, well, I was assuming that was going to happen regardless. Mitch's problem is going to be heroin. <laughs> 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 I told you he, he kind of lo- like, he kind of lost track. Gonna yeah, a, it's gonna be a major yeah. plot point when he reunites with with Chris, you Chris. know, and you know Mitch gets sick after a few days on the road trying to keep it cool, you know. Well, let, let me throw in a little uh, sequel. Let me go to the rehab montage. Let, <laughs> let me throw in a little sequel in here, okay? So Mitch goes a little <laughs> off the rails. 
He gets in a fight with uh, Daniel LaRusso in Karate Kid Part 3, gets knocked out, goes to Terry Silver. Terry Silver gets him hooked on cocaine. Then he goes from cocaine to heroin, <laughs> and then boom, we're at Real Genius Part 2. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, Daniel, um, you're rating 1 out of um, 10. I was going to give this a 10 with the exception that thinking back, uh, even though this movie's runtime isn't that long, this does feel like a longer movie. Mm-hmm. And there's certain points I wish they would have, you know, kept up the pace or maybe cut, you know, 30 seconds out of the multiple montages. So they could have a little bit more dialogue of some sort. So, I mean, it looked like they did have dialogue in the montage and they just played the music over it and shit. Well, like, right. I was but trying to read their that's lips. That's why it's stuff, a montage, was, you know? You just, like, you just, I, 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 I could have assumed that they. Because you have they Mitch's learning some... arc, then you've got Mitch's developing the laser arc then you have the chris knight returning to the fun of the <laughs> science arc and then you've got the i think there's uh, like one more montage in there i think they're the montage of them like getting all the stuff together to get back at dr hathaway yes it's another montage so there's like four montages in this fucking <laughs> yeah. movie and it's like i realize it's the 80s but goddamn i felt a little overloaded i think my favorite montage is when they're all like Working constantly, and then that guy fucking loses his shit in the study room. Yeah, he starts oh, screaming, he screams, yeah. and just leaves. Nobody moves, and everyone's just like, "Oh, uh, it's his turn, I guess." And they just get back to working. Yeah, and then when the guy like takes his seat at the at the table, yeah. <laughs> like he'll be. Uh, fine. I remember seeing yeah. that scene and laughing, and then just thinking like, I don't think I've ever really had a study group or ever went to them. So, um, so uh, Daniel, I, did I catch uh, what your rating was after all? Oh, I believe oh. I did say a nine. But nine, nine, uh, nine, and ten. Was okay. going to be a ten, but yeah, nine. Just movie felt like it could have moved a little bit more swiftly at certain okay. points. Um, I'm going to go with um, like an eight out of ten as well. Um, I do like this movie a lot. Uh, it's not perfect, obviously. Um, I've seen it many times. Uh, I feel that maybe if I hadn't seen it so much, I probably would give it just that extra higher rating but i i don't know i've just seen it so much as a kid and even now it's a movie probably that i own multiple copies of in some form or fashion um it's just an enjoyable movie and i always felt too dumb to be like i couldn't most movies i could put myself in it like all those like monster squad and fucking lost boys like I, i could set my imagine myself putting in that certain situation i could not imagine myself ever in this situation because i'm too stupid and all the laser talk all the science talk all the math like it just i would have been that guy fucking like first day screaming his ass off and fucking or crying like mitch and getting embarrassed in front of the whole fucking cafeteria because kent's an asshole but anyways eight out of eight out of ten for me for real genius Mm. Um. <clears throat> anything else anyone wants to add before we sign off? I don't think so, man. No, okay. I mean, it's a cool movie. I recommend anybody see it if they haven't. And if you have seen it, watch it again because then you know what we're talking about. Man, Val Kilmer's great in this movie. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. He's great in everything. Um, Just a little quick uh, thing. Uh, Make sure you like and subscribe to any of our video down there somewhere around the area. Uh, you want to buy some merch? We have some new merch coming soon, hopefully. Uh, you can buy that at Teespring. A link down below. Uh, if you want to support us in any way, you can just hit the like button, share the video, go to Patreon, maybe give us a dollar. Hey, I don't know. We appreciate if you choose, whatever. if you so choose to. If not, you can come back again and 
watch some more videos for free. Like we're going to be yeah. doing constantly. So that works too. Uh, we have uh, some new reviews coming uh, for well, like a lot of the new stuff that's coming out. So hopefully we'll have those up on uh, the YouTube's yeah. as well. So um, that's it. Yeah. Rolling got anything to add? You're shaving, by the way. Yay. You can see his face. Yeah. All right. Sorry, guys. See you all.